You know these these Marvel movies these days. They're not Marvel movies. Yeah, the the movies, the movies, quote unquote. Uh, I'll tell you Ooh. what they're not. They're not cinema. Let me Ooh. tell you about cinema. Tell me. Teach me. I go into this little theater. I sit down. I've got a nice steak dinner. I'm all set for an evening's entertainment. Bam! Train coming right at me. Scared the shit out of me. Now that's cinema. Did they give you that steak dinner at the theater or did you bring it in with you? I feel like if you have to ask that question, you don't bring your own steak to the theater like I do. That's true. Also, I, I brought I don't my own cinema. steak to the theater. I don't know cinema that's... if I'm not eating a steak while I'm watching it. Yeah, I want to know more about cinema. Teach me. Teach me. Well, do you have cutlery or is it you just hold the steak? <laughs> this guy right here, he doesn't know. He doesn't know cinema. He doesn't I'm, know art. I'm, I'm here to learn. He, I'm here to learn. Look, what there's one thing you got to know about steak cinema. Me. There's one thing you got to know. Steak, good for a film. Also, watching someone else eat a steak, good for a film or a YouTube series. Or... Mm-hmm. Watching Adam Driver have a bowl of soup and then complimenting that soup. Now that's cinema. That seems like cinema. That guy was in the Star Wars. Uh, was that cinema? Or was it cinema because Adam Driver was in it? Find out this week. We're getting into <laughs> bad territory. Yeah. <laughs> you killed your dad. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming back. All right, welcome to the show, everybody. I have a high opinion uh, of myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. You son of a bitch. Um, that's, yep, now you threw me off. Oh, it's so easy. Take it it's back. So Go back. Go back to the off. start. <gasps> welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Zero Issues comic podcast number whatever. What is it? Nine. Se- 732. <laughs> something it's, like either, that. It's, I don't know. It's one of those Three, two. 340 one of those, something. I think. I think. Sure. Let's go with that. Do this yeah. relentlessly uh, for uh, uh, like seven, eight years. <laughs> I don't know. How long has it been? Jesus. I was going back and I realized, that, what is it, 2014 we started? Yeah. yeah that's that's bonkers. Good Lord. We're coming up on 10 years. Well, eight years. But eight is close to ten. We're, we're coming up on 25 years. We're coming up on uh, the edge of eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to our bicentennial. Yeah. Um, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, the bicentennial man. Cinema. With that, <laughs> I'm Merc. Cinema. I'm Merc Cinema. I'm, uh... Cinnabri. Cinnabri. It's like, more sounds like Cinnabon. Cinnabon. It's Cinnabon. It does, it Go does. to the Cinnabon in the Cineplex so to get a Cinnabri. And I'm a... <laughs> and I'm Hungy. Hungy <laughs> Kyle. Let's go to the news. Love that Hungy yes, Kyle. Yes, let's. Current Zero News Flash. All right, welcome to the news. Uh, this is the segment where we talk about the news. Uh, the, and, you know, the news 
as it should be brought to you, which is uh, once a week. Once a week only during a podcast. That's the only time you should hear any news. I think we'd all be happier. Well, I mean, you could also, you could watch Midday. You could get in your time machine, go back in time, watch Midday. Midday. Watch Midday, yeah. yeah. Uh. I'm not using my time machine for that, Kyle. Um... <laughs> So to start things off, uh, a few a few matters. There's, it's controversy, baby. The news is all controversy. All controversy all the time. That's what you need at the end of June. Um, so to start off with, uh, Webtoons. You heard about this, Webtoons? It's, uh, it's a Kinda. platform, a website for, for, for comics, and a lot nope. of it is uh, comics around the world. I think a lot of them, it's very popular in, I think, uh, in Korea. And there's comics like from Keenspot? all over the place. Hey, it's similar to Keenspot. It's a, it's a like Keen... Kinoa? It's a keen spot. It's like quinoa. It's a, it is like quinoa. Yeah. Um, so a, and quinoa so they're, they're a pretty the big platform. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just spelt a way that you, doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here we are. Anyway. Yeah. So they uh, they had Go a ahead. major ad campaign uh, in, in, I think, like North America. There was, like, uh, ads in on public transit in major cities. I think, like, New York City, Chicago, other ones were... Uh, in the mix there, and uh, so they had a lot of, they're promoting a lot of their comics, they're promoting a lot of, like, the, you know, the comics that are on their platform, on their website, um, and they mm-hmm. had some just little catchy little one-liners. Uh, one of them, though, said, uh, a com- uh, one of them says, we're the story before it streams, which I guess is sort of like, you know, maybe these comics will get, I assume, is referring to, like, getting, you oh, know, right. picked up yep. to be things, which sort of, eh, yeah. whatever. But then there was another one that said, uh, comics are literature's fun side hustle, which uh, rubbed a lot of people who make comics uh, the wrong way. Let's just say that. There was mm-hmm. a, a pretty huge amount of backlash. Um, again, it was people that actually make comics on Webtoons, uh, <laughs> put a lot of work into it. Comics take a lot, a lot of work to do. They're very time-consuming. Uh, calling yeah. that literature's fun side hustle is pretty diminishing. Um, Comics gonna... made for and by dip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like they literally hashtag not a side hustle was like a thing going on. Of course, everything has to be a hashtag. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, there's a lot of backlash from uh, creators and fans feeling it was disrespectful to the medium and uh, the careers of comic book creators. Basically, that's just very belittling to what they do. Um, there's a number of reactions. But shouldn't we be used to that by now? We should be used to it. Yeah, I think it's just eh, whatever. I think it's whatever. just one of those things just... where, like, there there is like literally this uh, this platform or website or whatever that that um, you know you would hope wouldn't uh, yeah wouldn't be so. Yeah. It's literally like webtoons. It's like they post comics there, and you're kind of diminishing comics, which is like not yeah. not not a great feeling. Yeah. Um, so they did apologize for that within a couple of hours, but uh, the ads are still up. So, <laughs> well, you, know. you can't. I mean, it's a lot cheaper to apologize than it is to change entire ad campaigns. That's true. Yeah, mm. that's true. So yeah, that was just uh, something that that sort of happened, and it's sort of one of those things where, despite all the, uh, you know, the the. Um, all the, the moves made to sort of kind of get more mainstream, it's uh, still kind of diminished, which is a bummerino. A bummerino is what I said. And I stand by that. Bummerino. Um, a bummerino. Uh, so, uh, something else regarding the upcoming Flash movie or the comic tie-in for the Flash movie starring everyone's favorite menace to society, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Dennis. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a real shame. Um, so there's there was a a prequel comic coming out, uh, like a, to the uh, you know to that movie that's coming out. But you know what I mean. It's uh, sort of setting up yeah. like, what happens beforehand. That's a pretty common thing. Uh, but the director, uh, Andy Machete, actually drew a variant cover for it. Um, and before I get to that point, I should also mention that since we last mentioned Ezra Miller, there have been other issues, such as the alleged grooming of a 12-year-old girl, uh, over over a very long time, and, uh, also disappearing off the face of the earth, uh, apparently once, uh, legal documents or court documents (gasps) were trying to be served Mm -hmm. to to them, uh, just can't be found. So, none of this is phenomenal, it's, uh, gotten quite, quite troubling indeed, and it was already pretty troubling. He's in the scum forest now. Yep, not great. And uh, yeah, so they they you know that 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 whole issue is going on. Um, at the same time, so Andy Machete actually drew uh, a cover for this. Uh, the, it's called Flash: The Fastest Man Alive. Uh, and it's a, that's a unique. And it's title. actually quite well done. You should look it up. It's actually the art is surprisingly good because um, like you know it's a director. He uh, Andy Machete directed the the It movies. Um, and a number of other things. I, w- I wasn't aware that he had, uh, you know, like an art background or like drawing background, but it was oh. pretty, pretty nice he looking cover. He did the cover. It movies? Yeah, the new ones. Nice. Obviously, okay. obviously the new ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I enjoyed. Um, so What's it's, uh, John Cryer really like? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so the cover here, um, has a, it looks like they're fighting Girder, and you have like Ben Affleck's Batman in the background, and you have uh, in the foreground Ezra Miller's Barry Allen, uh, completely naked, like pulling a Flash costume on, like in the street, like like literally, like you know, you're not seeing anything too graphic, but yeah, there is yeah. the, the whole ham, the whole ham is back his dick there. And there's, balls. There's no yes, there's no underpants, uh, just a just a big just a naked booty. Pointing out as uh, as as Barry looks worried Flash, and is trying to get his costume on. The fastest dick alive. I mean, it's you know he's flashing. That much is true. Also, wow. maybe maybe not the best imagery you want if uh, the actor of this movie is constantly getting in trouble with the law for. Uh, I mean, when when did he draw it? Yeah, he's that's probably the thing. Drew it quite oh, a while. while ago, I'm sure, a while ago. But yeah. uh, so it's unfortunate. But apparently, uh, so I guess DC. Has has pulled that uh, solicitation of that cover, which is kind of a shame because, like you know, it's it sucks when you know the director of this movie is like, oh, he can draw; it looks really good, but uh, eh, the the behavior of one individual ruins so that. A, so, a little word bubble off to Hawaii. I think that movie. Su- oh no, I think that movie's supposed to come out in like what, like a year around from now. So um, that's plenty of know. time. That's plenty of time to CGI in uh, John Wesley ship from the 1990 Flash show. Yes. In place yes. of Ezra Miller. And then it'll be the crossover we all want, uh, we've all wanted for decades, uh, which is TV ship Flash it. meets Michael ship Keaton it. Batman. Lastly, uh, more controversy. Uh, recently uh-huh. we had... Uh, I know, so much controversy. They, they've been doing... They've been leaning into this, like, Spider-Verse everything all the time. Lately, and one of those, uh, they mm-hmm. have like different versions of like, particularly like Miles Morales. Like, what if Miles Morales was Wolverine? What if Miles Morales yeah. was Captain America? What if Miles? I read the Wolverine you know? one. It stunk. Yeah. Well, a lot of people think that the Thor one stunk because what if Miles Morales was Thor? 
Um, and uh, so this came out. Uh, the writer of the the comic is uh, Yehudi Mikardo. Um, I'm not super familiar with them. Uh, and basically, what uh, the basically the gist is: <clears throat> Miles Morales is Thor. Um, Got and it. Got his, it. His his That's parents. The gist. Done. <laughs> right done. That's it. That's the entire his idea. Parents? Thor's parents. Yeah. So dog. Yes. Thor's dog. yes. His his uncle Aaron is his uncle Loki now. Uh, because, you know, he's a villainous uncle. Uh, and he's yeah. like, you know, he's got his... It, it's very... It, it rubbed people a lot, a lot of aspects of this. Like, and Asgard is also in Brooklyn. Uh, and he's got graffiti on the hammer. Um, it's And it all, okay, like... so what were people upset about? I don't know. Uh, just every bit of it, like, the way the dialogue was written felt like... Uh, according to them, anyway, it felt like a white person writing a black person in the '90s. You know what I mean? It was like very inauthentic. Um, I kind of want to read this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> and, like, As- and they had they took issues with like Asgard being like in the ghetto, and like just like at one point he, you know, he the he calls the hammer to him, and it's got graffiti all over it, and he says, "Hammer time." And just a lot of, like, very dated And then he references. puts on some magical shoes and... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, he's a hammer man. Yeah. And I mu- kind of like that. Much like the internet. <laughs> much like the internet. I mean, everything... You know, he just had a lot of, like, one-liners that felt like, you know, 90s, uh, like, very stereotypical hip-hop stuff. And, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's not my place to say anything. But a lot of, you know... Like certainly, black readers and creators and stuff had had took some some umbrage with it, basically being like, "Oh, this doesn't seem very genuine." And, I mean, the writer is is uh, I believe he's um, a Mexican and, and Jewish uh, American, uh, so you know he's kind of said like they were calling him like, "Oh, a white person wrote this." It's like, well, I'm not actually, and there's a whole lot of stuff involved there. But yeah, you don't have to be white to be out of touch, but it helps. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but, but what he did in the end, he, at first he sort of like responded a little, you know, he was a little, uh, criticism's never easy, but he did, he did, uh, donate, I believe, his, um, I don't know what the exact cause was, but he did end up donating the, you know, his money from, from the book towards like a good cause at least, and said like, sorry if it what? offended anybody. It's a whole thing. It's the internet, yeah, baby. Is, is it? I'm just, I, I get that it's, uh, I don't, I, it feels more bad just bad than offensive but you know what it's yeah it's not offensive to me so i'm that's true. It, it's not that's yeah. not my fight that's not my fight exactly exactly and i mean you're gonna like Shut responding up, with Kyle. like you know acknowledging that people might have like you know been offended in whatever way and, and doing whatever to make that right i mean that i think that is the right move to make however yeah. maybe maybe the bigger problem is the fact that like all of these things are not very well thought out in the first place and like why the like I, I'm sure. I guess they sell, but I mean, like, why? Just because it worked, like Miles Morales. It could Morales... have been just the 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 tone that he approached it in. He was like, "I'm just gonna have fun with this. It's gonna be yeah. goofy. Maybe he's of an age." Yeah. Well, it's also like, like Thor like... grew up in the '90s and yeah. referenced that and thought yeah. that would yeah. be funny, and it fell flat. And yeah, some people were not happy with it. So yeah. Like, Miles Morales worked obviously, like, uh, obviously very well. Very very popular character. A great character. But, I mean, like, the whole idea is just, like, let's just keep doing that for different characters where it's, yeah. like, Miles worked f- as as Spider-Man for a reason. 
Like, that character worked yeah. as yeah. Spider-Man. And I get they're just having some silly fun to be like, well, let's just do more of these, just just as, like, a fun little lark. So, like, taking like, it seriously not, like, feels... If, Maybe if we the... should be mad at Marvel for, like, just, let's In, just indeed. make as much as we can. Yeah. And, yeah. and just keep pumping it out, and instead of actually letting creators create interesting stuff, we just keep, this will be a business thing, and we'll make more money on this, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, oh. my my, I'm done. <laughs> we're we're all done. Let's let's get out of this news and go to some more news. Yeah. Oh no! Welcome to the warm up. So. If you if you thought that's all we had for news, <laughs> oh, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. We've got a lot of news from our favorite news source, CBR. And I think we all know what that stands for, right? But if we don't, you should tell us. Uh, Christian Bookish Rock. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cole Brayland, who I went to school with, rules. Ah! <laughs> oh! And of course... Yeah. Corey's back rub. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good back rub. My brother Corey does give great back rubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does. I mean, I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corkboard cool. raccoons. I don't know. This is wearing thin. Cabbage, broccoli, radish. <laughs> um, for the vegetarian so, news So trip. we don't have time to go through the whole articles, unfortunately, because we've got so many. But we are just going to fire off uh, some of these great headlines in case you missed yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and then if you want to seek them out, seek them out, and it, it, fantastically written articles. They're very good. On. I'm sure they're great. And to start off, uh, five podcast titles that will make you listen to this, and five that will make you weirdly aroused and confused. Those are separate things? <laughs> okay, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> I, I think that's every podcast mm. for me. Yeah, absolutely. The dark hidden meaning behind the first ten minutes of Up. Spoiler dies. <gasps> wow. I never knew. Mm-hmm. A forgotten Marvel hero could have defeated Thanos in Infinity War. Uh, it doesn't say who it is, but the picture is of Willie Lumpkin, the Fantastic Four's mailman. So I might want to read that one. <laughs> the new Star Wars character everyone hates. Clarification. You don't hate them. No one you know hates them. And the only time you've ever heard about this character being hated is right here from this article. And from now on, you're going to refer to this point anytime this character uh, is shown or mentioned. That's a long headline. Critical role. Who the hell are these people? <laughs> uh, I've got uh, why Adam West's drunk Memphis wrestling appearance against Jerry Lawler is the greatest Batman story ever told. I believe it. I believe it. I, yeah, why would they lie? Why would they lie? Five reasons to read this article and five reasons to jerk off in a salad bowl while reading this article. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, again, no. why are those separate uh, things? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. Namor eats a big gross bug on variant cover of X-Men number 23. Hmm. It's very big hmm. and very gross. And yeah. he is eating it. He's eating it. He's a regular Pumbaa. <laughs> uh, I have 
Uh, a theory suggests Peter Parker may have actually received his spider powers from Aunt May's wheat cakes. Uh, I'm curious. I'm very curious. And that sounds very plausible, I think. Mm. Click this. You'll hate it. You'll... Let me try that again. We have an episode title! <laughs> Click this. You'll hate it. You'll be so angry. You'll die. Just die. We want you to die. But please click this first. Wow. I mean, I might click it. Seven candies better than Twix. And five I'd like to take to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. That's some sexy candy. Sexy, sexy candy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skittles is definitely on that list. They get everywhere. Um, I have the rainbow. I have Batman's adopted children ranked by how much Bruce Wayne should love them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guess what? Ten angry white guys uh, that jerk off to bad anime and think yelling at girls is legitimate communication. Think about this new comic book movie. They've started a petition. They can't spell petition. Petchin. Did you click the jerk off tag? Never click. Sorry. Never click the jerk off tag. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I uh, yeah. They all seem to be that. There's uh, at least four more about jerking yeah. off. Oh uh, well, they know the right uh, This this one just says something about One Piece. That's all it says. <laughs> and something. Uh, I have the five best cheeseburgers Jughead ever ate. And five that looked disgusting. I uh, I don't know why that one got me, but it did. <laughs> I kind of want to. I want to like deep dive into research and actually pitch that. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for f- free. This is the title of the post. It's also the title of the link. It's also the first line in the article. We're writers. Oh, it's getting wow. We're going to some interesting places. Uh, Spider-Man's forgotten power will make you come. <laughs> oh my. Uh, wow. That's right. Uh, my next one is how Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2, perfectly represents the cyber dystopia in our future. I mean, have you ever seen Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2? It's I haven't! That might be. Spoiler! What everyone is saying about this critical plot point in a show that just aired on Netflix 30 minutes ago. Spoiler in the title. Sorry, not sorry. Ooh. Actually, I have, I have one that has spoilers in it, too. Uh, I, may, I may as well read that one now. Yeah, uh, Batman's newest spoiler isn't spoiler. It's spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, spoiler. 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 Okay. Bat- yeah. Batman adds a spoiler to the Batmobile. Ah. And spoiler, spoiler hangs on to it. And riding a skateboard with a Wait, spoiler. who hangs on to it? You won't believe Whoa, that, who hangs on to it. That's a spoiler. Spoiler, and spoiler. That's paddling. Uh, you better believe that's paddling. Uh, I have one that really captured my attention. Uh, 15 times Green Lantern tripped on an extension cord and fell face first into a key lime pie. And in brackets, and four times it was a lemon meringue pie. <laughs> And every time, it was the extension cord for the fridge. Yeah. 
Oh, and what's in the fridge? Well, here's the thing. Don't a key ask. lime pie Don't no problem. Ask. It's green. But a lemon meringue pie? That's yellow. You're in trouble. He's, he's going to have a hard time oh, with that. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah. He can't get it off his face. That is a for bad like time for... He's a sticky, sticky man. <laughs> sticky Hal. That's what they called him. Breaking your favorite plate. No! <laughs> no! It's irreplaceable. Five things you missed in season three of The Boys, and nine things you didn't miss, you clever boy. <laughs> uh, minus 4,272 creator contributions that comic companies don't want you to know. Part one. Part one, yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna, this is gonna be a lot of parts of this. Five things that five people hate about five members of the Fearsome Five and five people on Fiverr that give five reasons to wait five minutes for five more five-minute articles about five things you wouldn't give one shit about. Only one shit, huh? Huh. That's pretty harsh, actually, because I I wouldn't give five shits. But one? No. Five shits? That's going to take me two and a half days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh. I don't have time for that. Kyle, you should see a doctor. Yeah. How many times do you guys poop in a day? Five times a day. Huh. Well, I thought you meant, like, literally, it, 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 it takes you that long to have one shit, and it would add up to, all right, listen, let's just be done with this. What the f***? Uh, so there's some, uh, some directors, some famous directors. There's many famous directors, Mark. There's famous, yeah, that's the end of my sentence right there. (laughs) There are some famous directors. And the end of the episode. Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Roll the credits. Uh, no, there are some famous directors. Uh, some famous but directors then, but then, that like, a don't screen like comes in let halfway me finish through. no no let me finish a screen <laughs> oh comes like God. it fills up half the screen and it's like what's coming up next it's like coming yeah. up next a yeah. brand new episode of Big Bad Beetleborgs can the Beetleborgs do this thing also there's a ghost what the fuck <laughs> five Big Bad Beetleborgs that are great and five that are terrible five that aren't Beetles at all <laughs> And hardly what I would call a Borg. <laughs> there are some directors that don't like comic book movies. And have what? been very vocal about it. I know. Uh, very Get vocal out of town. <laughs> I mentioned this to, a, to somebody I know the other day, yesterday, when I said we were doing this episode. And they were astounded. And they were just, like, flabbergasted. I was like, really? I don't know. Like, everybody... For everything, somebody somewhere hates something yeah like there's a there's somebody that's gonna crap on it and it's not that surprising but there are some pretty big names uh i think the one that everybody knows the most about probably is martin scorsese who wrote yes an essay or something i don't know or i don't know if he was quoted or wrote something about it whatever it was pretty extensive um, um, if he hates superheroes so much, why did he make an entire movie about everyone's favorite superhero, the Irishman? Excellent point. Yeah, the Nero man. Yeah. I proceed. Have nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's really like it took me a while to kind of I I got defensive and 
yeah. at first. Right. But then when you re- when you read what he says, he actually has some points. And, and a lot yes. of them do have certain points. And it's not like they hate it and it's like it shouldn't be made. There are some people that say that. But there are some that are just more critiquing it and then saying, like, it's not high art. I don't think any of us think a lot of these movies are high art. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, there are some that are should be a little more respected than that, than just like, oh, it's goofy stuff, whatever. But um, this guy's yeah, got a cape. Same... Are you serious? This is this is absurd. <laughs> a cape. Come on. <laughs> well, like and I this? guess Francis Ford Francis Ford Coppola also kind of backed him up. In that, yeah. like, and I think some of it was a little uh, like I'm the old school master director, and I don't like these things. There was a little bit of that, yeah. Um, and it was kind of funny. Like at the time, I think I I even called it out of like he, he was just talking about like it's this big genre and everybody's doing it, and there's so many of them, and it's the big, big blockbusters. It's like you mean like all the the genre like gangster things. Gangster yeah. movies that you did yeah. at the time, or there was a time westerns were the biggest thing, or mm-hmm. a time that like big uh, 80s action movies were the big thing. And like, this is the cycle, this is how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And these will wane off, and there'll be, there'll be, there'll be, in- you know, some bad ones, and there'll be some good ones, and yeah, it's yep. it's not the first genre to to hit it big, uh, and it won't be the last for certain. No, that's very true. Exactly, and it, you know, these things come and go. And I mean, there's always been. That's the thing that gets me is like, yeah, they might not be high art. I think Scorsese in particular said they were like uh, like theme park rides or something. And I'm yes. like, there's a yeah. couple I mean, people that I, have used that same analogy. And yet. I think that's kind of fair, but I mean, you could say the same for any like special effects movie and they've been making those yeah. literally forever. You know, that's not, yeah, that's as not long a bad as there thing. have been effects that have been special. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think not... a lot of this stems out of the, how people approach comic books. Right. And it's yes. like oh, right, yeah. right from like the forties and fifties that it's like, it's kids things and they're, they're frivolous and there's no depth to them, I think, which have been proven wrong over the years, obviously. Um, but, and I explained this to when I was talking to my friend yesterday about this, and I said, it comes out of that, and that stigma is still there. And I think some creators and artists still have that stigma stuck in their heads yeah. about comic books. Comics. Comics are for kids and exclusively kids. And if you like or enjoy them, then you, my friend, are a child. <laughs> or as Alejandro Inarito said, mm-hmm. ah. you are dis- he said you are diseased. <laughs> well, I and mean, this is a rude, and I don't know how he knew that. Go ahead, director of the Revenant and Birdman mm-hmm. and Babel. Um, right, it's made some good movies, but it's like, wow, that's harsh. It's like you know what? There's nothing wrong. What do you say? There's nothing wrong with uh, being fixated on superheroes at seven, but. There's a disease uh, in not growing up. And, yeah. It's like, wow. Okay. The way And the Define way I explained that. it to my friend was like, it's it's mythology. Like, yeah, 200 yeah, yeah. years ago, these would have been mythological stories. And then now, this is how we tell them. They're just good and bad. Good fighting bad. This is how we tell moral tales. 
Um, and it's just one way to do that. It's something Anyways. very foundational to like storytelling throughout like yeah. countless cultures and human history. So, uh, I mean, like, I don't know. That seems a little, seems uh, a little harsh to yeah. me. It seems, uh, like people who just can't get past that initial jump of like, oh, right. they're comic books, they're funny books and that's it. Right. Yeah. So, it's for dumb idiots. Yeah. Exactly. But and like, I, dumb I, and idiots. I, I think, you know, uh, it's, it's probably pretty, a pretty easy target for, for various media groups to, to, you know, ask any director this question, because if, if you say, Hey, I like them, you're on one side of this thing and that gets site traffic. And if you're on the other yeah. side of the thing, we're like, I don't like it. That also gets site traffic. So it's right. like, honestly, I think there's a number of directors who, you know, they're like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a yeah. one way or the other. Uh, I'm not being yep. asked to do one. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think people are capable of being cool. Yep. <laughs> really? For it's like, like if, you, if you don't minute. like them, you can just say, yeah, I, yeah, I don't enjoy them. And then that's it. Yeah. That's fine. Or you, you can don't say, have to I've never, them. you could be like, uh, like, like Christian Bale and say like, a what? Uh, MC what? Yeah, right. I'm in the what? Christian Bale, don't lie. Like, don't lie. Just say, like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Like, I love money. It's fine. It's fine that you love money, Christian Bale. I'm I'm partial to it myself. (laughs) It keeps me in t-shirts. Sometimes with the same sleeve. Sometimes with weird, different colored sleeves. (laughs) So... What are we doing today then? Uh, that was just the preamble. That was Sorry, the preamble. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Um, we're, we're punishing them for their crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if we take these directors yeah. uh, that don't like these uh, superhero movies, and what if we made them make a superhero movie? Mm. What would they make? So we've got our chloroform. We've got our rags. <laughs> we're coming for you, Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, um, I don't have Scorsese. Who do you? Who did you pick? Um, I I actually picked Scorsese because uh, it was easy oh. to do. <laughs> and I, as we talked about before the show, did nothing because it's been a f- heck of a week. But I've I've I I can pull something out of my butt. <laughs> I think Ew. you can. It's been two and a half days, my friend. <laughs> You're pulling it out of your butt. I bet you it's a Roland Emmerich movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, look out this time because there's. Uh, it's called Poopfall. There's a big cloud in this one, and it's dropping. Uh. That's right, Stone Cold Knowledge. <laughs> it's called Knowledge Cloud. I'm funny. How? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to <laughs> amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Okay. Can I? Can I start? Yeah. Yes, you can. Good lord. Uh, this one, I, I'll start somewhat serious. Uh, David Cronenberg, who really does not like uh, superhero movies. Um, what was his, what did he say? It's adolescent in, in its core. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Cronenberg is very specific in the, the movies that he makes. Like it's re- mostly body horror sort mm-hmm. of stuff, transformation. There's often like a sexual angle to it. Uh, questions of identity and of self sort of thing is like it's a common theme through 
the vast number of his movies. Uh, so I decided I think Cronenberg would be an excellent fit for a dark, twisted take on Metamorpho, Ooh. the DC character. Oh, that's a gross Metamorpho. <laughs> slowly rex mason changes into that shifting mass of chemicals it's like a psychological descent uh questioning like is he human is he like what is he is he still kind of like what's going on is he a person or is he just becoming chemicals or is he mm. whatever it's going to be played by vigo mortensen because mm-hmm, nice. that's one of uh cronenberg's favorite mm-hmm. uh the old man simon stagg is going to be played by christopher walken Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sapphire Stag, who is uh, the daughter and the love interest for Metamorpho, Rachel Weiss. Um Not Gina Davis? I, wanna... I thought about that. I thought mm. about that. I think about uh, it a I lot, about you know? Just, uh, I'll tell you too much. Um, I thought about just Jeff Goldblum and, and Gina Davis. Just, there, just but... reading uh, the fly, yeah. but he turns into chemicals. Yeah, just reading the fly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, in some reason, I, I wrote in the in the margins, Willem Dafoe just shows up as Willem Dafoe. Mm. That's fine. He's yeah. just He's like his Joker. neighbor. He's the Joker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no. musical, no, no, right? No, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm taking a shot at Scorsese. He's the easy target, and that's what I've decided to do. So he's known that for his big old uh, head of his, and the big old head of his. He he's known for his, uh, you know, his 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 gangster movies, his crime movies. Uh, he does a lot of them. So I'm taking him to the seedy '80s uh, New York, which I feel like he would uh, do fine in, with a little mm-hmm. movie called Hobgoblin. Uh, and oh. this <clears throat> now this is again it's set in the '80s. Uh, it's like an organized crime, but also a mystery. It's in, like, just, like, you know, it's pre-cleaned up New York City. Everything is just gritty as hell. Um, uh, a new crime boss is sort of hitting this thing called the Hobgoblin. People don't really... He's called the Hobgoblin. People haven't seen too much of him because having having a man flying around in a cape and a glider, uh, at least to excess, you know, that might be too damn silly. That might be too much like a theme park ride for the likes of, of, of the master. But I think there's still a, a good story there. Uh, and Adam driver yep. returns to this episode oh. as, uh, uh. <laughs> as our main character, uh, Ned Leeds, who is an investigative journalist for the daily bugle. Ned Leeds is the hobgoblin. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody said that. All right. This is a mystery. Uh. Uh, he's uh, an investigative journalist for the Daily Bugle. He's really struggling. He's the Hobgoblin. Oh, just the love of God. Um, he's also struggling in his personal life and his marriage. Everything's sort of falling apart on him. He really needs uh, he needs a break. He needs to like break a big story in order to, you know, in order to really sort of impress, uh, you know, his his bosses and sort of make a name for himself. So he goes to Berlin. Life. He goes to and Berlin. Spider Man oh, no. and Wolverine show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save something for uh, save something for the inexplicable hobgoblin too. Um, <laughs> so he so he wants he's he's pursuing this hobgoblin story. There's these stories that people are saying of this this maniac demon red eyed lunatic who's who's uh, like the scourge of the underworld and taking things over uh, bit by bit. Wait, he's, he's the scourge like, of the underworld now? Oh shoot! Yeah, <gasps> listen, uh... Ned Leeds. <laughs> Save something for the third movie in the trilogy. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's his thing. 
You know, uh, Anne Hathaway is going to be playing uh, Betty Brant Leeds, who is another reporter at the Daily Bugle and his wife, and things are very frosty between them. And uh, she's having a hard time just as a woman in uh, a woman in and being taken seriously in her field. And, uh, you know, she, she wants a rig break, too. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you're just going to keep the casting that we've already had for some characters, but they can play different versions. So that's yeah. sometimes casting is good enough. And even even Marty S can appreciate some gorgeous casting. So uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, he's still Wilson Fisk. He's still the kingpin, but it's the 80s, baby, and he's living large. Uh, so he is, you know, the big, kind of the major crime boss in town. There's a lot of little little fish. He's the big fish. He's the one who's feeling the heat. He's feeling this this hobgoblin. There's rumors of the hobgoblin coming after all of his, uh, his business. Uh, Taron Egerton, who um, played, you know what I'm talking about? He, play, he was in the Kingsman yep. movies. He yeah, he plays yeah. Richard Fisk, who is uh, kind of just like oh, a, yeah. you know, the he's Rose. he's the kind mm-hmm. of uh, he's got a bad reputation. Yeah, like the wait, the, the Richard is... Fisk is the Rose. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining the movie. He's uh, you know what I mean. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a screw up. He's a bit of a might be a bit of a cokehead. He's uh, yeah. But he's very like he's very charming and personable, but he's very erratic. And he's sort of a, kind of a wild card in the mix there. We got he's uh, sort of a bad egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, De Niro, De Niro's here. You better believe De Niro's here. Of as, course, the hero as, as Silvermane. So he's another. Uh, oh, he's another one. That in the would mix actually there. weirdly I, work. I thought yeah. Pesci would be Silvermane. Oh, Pesci! I had as. Uh, as Hammerhead, Hammerhead. Hammerhead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Pesci's Hammerhead. I love it. Uh, Al Al Pacino is Roderick Kingsley, who is a obviously a fashion magnate. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Who, um, uh, you know, he he's sort of he's mixed up in this stuff too. He's mixed up in crime a bit because, but he sort of seems like he's kind of spineless. He seems like he's kind of just, uh, you know, he just does does stuff for people. He's kind of an in between man. Uh, you got. Uh, Henry Golding, who you might have seen from some movies as uh, as Mr. Negative, Martin Lee, mm-hmm. who's uh, kind of new to town. Uh, you got Marvin Jones III, who actually, you might have seen him in Black Lightning as uh, Tobias Whale. And he actually voiced Tombstone in uh, Spider-Verse movie, but he's playing Tombstone in live action, baby. So we have all of these there guys who are all sort of, you know what I mean? They're sort of a gentleman's agreement. They're all kind of vying for territory. This Hobgoblin is... Uh, is, is messing all things up. The question is, who is the Hobgoblin? And there's a lot of, uh, and you don't know until the end. Um, and, you know, so uh, they all they all have a good reason to maybe be doing this. And uh, that's going to be the mystery. And you're going to, maybe you'll find out at the end. Or maybe, like the comics, you won't. And then uh, many years later, they'll make a sequel and then you will find out. Or you'll, like, you'll find yeah. out, you'll find out, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. And then they'll put out another movie that explains that you're wrong the whole time. Anyway, Scorsese, Hobgoblin, come on. May, very, very quickly, because as said, I've I've been churning this this thought over in my head for the last two hours or so, desperately looking for a pen and a piece of paper. Nowhere to be found. That's uh, unfortunate. But Bong Joon Ho, uh, who directed Parasite, uh, yep. the movie with the train, Snowpiercer, um, and the host. Uh, along with other things. I remember seeing the host in, you know, like 2007, 2008 and being like, oh, this is a really cool, like, monster movie, almost a kaiju movie, but very little for a kaiju. Um, Teeny tiny kaiju. 
But between between something like host uh, and something like parasite, where there's you know secretly people maybe living in your house. What if what if there was secretly a big dragon living in your house? That's right. Bong Joon Ho presents Fin Fang Foom. Yes. And it's just like, you know, it's it's just average dude just like living in his house and he keeps like hearing stuff in his walls. It's like, what? Like, what is that? And like slowly over time uncovering the secret that his house has a big ass space dragon in it. And that <laughs> dragon has pants. And those pants mm-hmm. are in the washing machine. And guess what? Fin Fang Foom wrecked the washing machine. Now he's got to go to get a new one. Pants are too big. But also it's scary. Also it's scary. scary and it's sexy. All I can think of as soon as you said Fing Fang Foom, mm-hmm. we did a previous episode where we, well, we've mentioned him numerous times in, in this podcast. I don't, well, no, I don't but, think so. Sure. <laughs> uh, and you made up, you, Kyle, the Kyle Lees, uh-huh. made up a song about Fing Fang Foom. I did? <laughs> If you start singing it, I might I might be able to sing along. It's, it's his ringtone now. I can't. I totally can't get it in my head, and I can't pull it up when I'm, I'm recording. Fang Foom, watch me I, in the room. I'm also <laughs> in the movie The Room. Hi, I'm Fin Fang Foom, and a lot of people might think I'm just an actor, but also I'm a <laughs> space dragon. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Also, I'm wicked high right now. Whoa, look at my hands. Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> Space dragon That wasn't hands. it. That was. I'm going to assert it here. He's a big fucking dragon from outer space. He's going to kick you in the face. Fin Fang Foom. He's amazing. Fin Fang Foom. He's incredible. It's Fin. Yeah. Fang. Dana. Foom. That's me. I'm Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> What are you to, to mock me like this? Uh, so that Jane Campion, uh, yes. director of Extraordinary. The Piano, of Piano and Power of the Dog. Have you guys seen Power of the Dog? No. I did, and I regretted every moment of it. Really? Oh, wow. Um, which I like, it's, it's a slow burner, which I usually quite enjoy slow burners. And everybody was very like, this is so good. I did not like it at all. Uh, it's Benedict Cumberpatch, Cumberbund. Oh, okay. Um, and it was like a Western, and Cumberbund, I like Cumberbund, but at the same time, he can be really wooden and really, uh, uh-huh. um Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. And uh, it was kind of like a, a subtle undertone, well, that's subtle. It got less subtle, but there was an undertone that he was gay, and he just never came to terms with that. You're the power of the dog now. There's, a, there's like a That's, hidden nope. storyline that that kind of comes out. Sorry if I'm blowing. Spoiler alert! Spoiler! I'm Spoilers the, in this uh, one. Yeah. Oh, nice. So good for her. Jane Campion is gonna do Alpha Flight, but it's about North Star avoiding talking about being gay for three and a half hours, hmm. and pretty much nothing happens. Hmm. Uh, it's just a lot of tension and bad acting. Hmm. And that's my Sounds point. good. I don't, I don't, you know. Hey. It has an audience, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, and that's our fun. good friend Ryan Mackett, who we've had on the show numerous times, mm-hmm. really liked that movie. Sorry, Mackett, you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. Wow! Fight him, fight him. Ah, I just don't like it. 
And you are. And you're uh, allowed, if you like you, it, people, awesome. Yep. Great. Yep. We're all That's allowed fine. to like everything and hate everything. Exactly. Um, I have I have one. Roland Emmerich, the director of every movie yes. where like national monuments or national monuments of multiple cities yep. get destroyed by something. Uh, he oh the he, director of the new hit Moonfall, which yes. came out two years ago. I think I don't know what is time. Does the moon fall? So bad. So oh, it's bad. so good. It's so good. Oh god. Um, I thought it was so great. He said he said something. He badmouthed superhero movies. I guess didn't he? Apparently, yep. yeah. I don't know. He I don't know the exact did. quote. If you have it, he he, wait, he said something about he was basically he puts them on on flights in order to fall asleep. Ah, okay. Well, I my entire note for for this one is uh, Roland Emmerich. Coast City. So, uh... <laughs> it, it got wrecked pretty bad. And, uh... Yeah. That's just the movie. That's just it. I also have one for Roland Emmerich. Oh, good. Uh, it's, it's Kamandi, the last boy on Earth. Oh. Uh, because that was a post-apocalyptic sort of world. Um, he's the disaster specialist. But all that's of That's a good name for a movie. What? The disaster <laughs> specialist? Yeah. 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 I'm thinking Sam Rockwell. Ooh. I'll watch Sam Rockwell in any. Yeah. That's true. Um, so his, this is, a, like a lot of his movies, it's populated by beautiful regular heroes, and then they have a goofy comedic relief. Uh, so for some reason, I thought of, you have like a teenage Justin Bieber as uh, oh, Kamandi, no. and, and uh, Jack Black. Who plays the comedic relief? I had thought uh, Michael Sarah, but that's already happened, isn't it? Like yeah. some sort of like uh, that, like that year one million year or year uh, one, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But we could get the, the we could get the number one hit team of, of Sarah and Black together again. Everybody loved yeah. that movie. That's so definitely well. <laughs> the thing uh, that Harold Ramis is remembered for. For sure, yeah. it's that or you just give him give Roland Emmerich Superman and see if he's suddenly so grumpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole world explodes, Roland. A whole world, and that's in the first five minutes. Guess what explodes Boom. after that? Eh, not you, as much compared to Planet, but like, oh, it's pretty good. The, the plot line, yeah. yeah. If you thought Metropolis got messed up in Man of Steel, you are not ready. Who else? What about uh, what about Francis Ford Coppola? What what could he do? I'm, I got I'm look, one. I'm honestly oh! looking at his filmography. Yeah, please. The idea of I was like, oh, he's of course he's known for The Godfather mm-hmm. and Apocalypse Now, two of like up there in my top ten. Um, I had thought of like, well, a Kingpin movie because of Godfather right. or Apocalypse Now. You do a Sergeant Rock, like an ensemble thing, or a Punisher origin movie. Mm. A Punisher origin that might movie? actually be kind of neat. He wouldn't, yeah. but anyway. But then I thought, let's just let's just take the Apocalypse Now cast mm-hmm. and take them as they are now, not as they were when Apocalypse right. Now came out, uh, as they have aged, and they are as put into the story of Kingdom Come. Oh, ah. so so Martin Sheen is Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Lawrence Fishburne, who was like seventeen year old. Lawrence mm. Fishburne, who actually I think lied about his age in order to get on the movie and go. He was Larry Fishburne there. at the time. La- he was Larry at the time. Uh, he's Superman. 
Because I want to see uh, big old Larry Fishburne as Superman yeah. kicking ass. Uh, Robert Duvall is Luther. Yeah, okay. Oh, I just realized I wrote down two Batmans. <laughs> There's two. What There's there two were... of them. Who who else did you There's write two. as Batman? It was all it was Harrison Ford as Batman. Was Harrison Ford in Apocalypse Now? He is. He's it's a oh. young Har- Harrison wow. Ford. He just has a bit part. I admit um, I've never seen it. <gasps> I know, I know. I'm a bad oh, person. Oh, so good. It's so been a good. long time since uh, I've seen it. Dennis Hopper as the Spectre. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would want to see it just for that. There's of course like the the regular man the, view like, is priest. It's Norman McKay. Yeah. The yeah, the the guy that's played by Scott Glenn. Who okay. uh yeah, oh, yeah, and then all and there's Marlon Brando, of course, is in Apocalypse Now. It was his famous part, uh where he's just weird and got bizarre. He <laughs> is Magog. Ah You know it's now not can we de age Marlon Brando for that and also relifeify <laughs> Yeah, I was like, he's dead. So, yeah, we are going to have the DH. Gather the Dragon Balls. It would be like uh, yeah, Dr. Andy Dr. Moreau, really fat, being carried around, all in white, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And that's what I got. Yeah, all right. Well, did we learn did anything you... today? I, I have one more. Oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't well. know if you guys had. Well, I just learned oh. that Merck has one more. So let's hear it. Sorry. So, I learned this nothing. Is a, <laughs> this is my last one. Sorry. Yeah. So there's Alejandro uh, Inarito, who I mentioned earlier. He's like Birdman, Revenant, 21 Grams. It's like psychological, mind-bending sort of movies. Uh, Birdman, if you've ever seen that, uh, is a fascinating movie. It's, it's not done in all one shot, but it's made to look like it's yeah. all one continuous shot. Yep. So yeah. this is all in one shot, or it looks like it, and it's Count Ducula. Yes! Go on. Oh, I'm excited. Javier Bardem, with a really fake beak that's, like, just strapped onto his face, Yeah. and a tiny cape, walks around convincing everyone... Do you have the little hair Count- part, too? Yep. That nice uh, hair part? Oh, he's always got like Javier Bardem with his hair always makes the uh, makes the the character. He's wandering around New York City and he's just convincing people that he's Count Dracula. And as he's wandering around New York City, he finds others with similar afflictions, and they're all ducks. Mm. So we have uh, Tom Hardy as Donald Duck. Okay. Uh, John Stewart, like comedian John Stewart, yeah. as as Howard the Duck. Okay. Because I think his insightful uh, political yeah, I commentary. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see uh, that. Not, not uh, Mallard Fillmore with his insightful <laughs> political commentary? J.K. Simmons as Daffy. Mm. Okay. All right. And then Huey, Dewey, and Louie, we just get a couple of the kids from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> Any of them. Doesn't matter which. Any three. Any three. Come Go here, Steve. Change. You're a kid, <laughs> right? Jim Bob. Steve, Steve could be Launchpad McQuack. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's it. Well, did we learn anything now? Actually, before we leave, um, we should let everybody know we are going to be going on vacation in July. Uh, Woo! Yeah, we're vacation. we're going we're going on a vacation, so. We mm-hmm. are going to be posting some classic episodes of Zero Issues. Uh, 
we're going to repackage the them a little so that you know you, you still you still get to hear us uh but yeah we're gonna we're gonna be off for july so see you in august traveling the world we're going right. on a world tour and we, we might have some little updates on, on our journeys uh, in these classic episodes as a bit of a preamble. So you're still going to want to tune in, and uh, you might hear some material that uh, you maybe haven't heard in a while. And maybe it holds up, and there's only one way to find it. I think out. it'll be our uh, traveling audio blog. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you want to hear what that sounds like, well, then listen to the next episode, yeah, buddy. Uh, All right. Smell right. later. Bye. Have a good summer! It's Finn! Yeah. Fang! Dana! Foo!